Four um, F is good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Everyone can hear us. It's good. Volume yeah. is good. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to read something quickly. <clears throat> You've probably heard this before. The question is why are you so unhappy? Because 99.9% .9 of everything you think and of everything you do is for yourself and there isn't one. Yeah. Hmm. Now I'd like to change it a little bit. So uh, why is there unhappiness? So they take out the you, yes? Because 99.9% .9 of everything that's thought and of everything that's done is for a self and you're not one. Yeah. To me, the first one has a, without knowing it or not, but that you, you doing it is, uh, that sense of the you that's doing stuff is one of the senses that works for not seeing shit. Yeah. Because uh, who wants to be thinking they're doing this? Who wants to think they're thinking 99% and 99.9% .9 of the thoughts I'm thinking is about a me that I'm not? I mean, that's just piling on, yes? But if you could just see the head, the activity may be doing it without you as the activator, there may be an easier way of clearly seeing it, yeah? Because there's no dissonance, yeah? Yeah, because obviously the you that you're not doesn't want to find out that it's not, obviously. <laughs> so it's going to, uh, it's going to drag its little mental feet. So this is, uh, I just don't believe there's a you that's significantly uh, frozen in time to be a thing that's doing anything. I just don't believe it. Yeah. So I don't believe you are the one that's thinking 99.9% of thoughts about you. I just don't see it that way. Yeah. And I feel if you see it that way, it's gonna cause a, a, a desire not to see. Yeah, not to look. Yes, because it's another burden of cosmic responsibility we'd like to avoid, wouldn't we? As that small little you. But when you see it as not something that you're, you're the source of or volition or free will, and you can see it as mechanical, it brings a certain relief, I feel, yeah? Because there's, the burden isn't on you to now to turn those thoughts around and to be about something else. The burden isn't on you at all. Yeah. It's on where I think the stuff is coming from, which is the mental processes. Yes. And because you're not a mental process, I feel you can actually look pretty clearly at it. Yeah. Because I knew a lot of the time when I was taking myself to be me. Uh, Do you want me to put on the speaker or the TV? Yeah. When I was seeing that uh, that activity of selfing to be me, 
it moved me not to really want to know that much. Maybe I like wanted to know a lot about you and the drugs I was taking and shit like that. But there was really an agenda not to, to keep a lot of shit cloudy in a sense. What happens, this is what we run into in recovery where they say coming into recovery and attempting to start recovering from the underlying conditions that drove us to drink and use addictively. Uh, your most of your drive was to avoid it, to avoid seeing that. Yeah. So when you see that the inventory is going to be out about something that you're not, you can truly be fearless. Yeah. I mean, you're fearless, fearlessly taking other people's inventory quite easily. Yes. <laughs> but the fearlessness with when it comes to sort of view sort of gets lost. So in a way, uh, if you can get a sense of relief that, you know, you're not the doer of all this stuff that you believe or the thoughts say that you are, there's a relief there. Yeah. And so uh, seeking relief is much easier when there's relief already. Yeah. So then when you hear satsang or you read a book, it won't be that seeking relief that blinds you to some information you'll be in relief reading about it, which is much more open, I feel. So, yeah, so this idea is not why are you unhappy, but why is there unhappiness, let's say. Yeah, doesn't it sound, feels different, doesn't it? Why are you unhappy? Oh, no, let's not get into that topic. You know, Jesus Christ, (laughs) there's enough ideas I have around that. But why is there unhappiness? That's interesting, yeah? It seems like something came in and maybe it could go. And then because 99.9% of everything that's thought about, let's say, or everything that's thought, instead of, of everything you think, again, because then there's the sense of you being responsible for the thoughts that are 99.9% about you. Yeah, I'm saying you use that to see you're not, yes? So you don't use the you for any other point but to see that you're not, yeah. And of everything you do, again, I don't believe, look it, if you've been in in addiction and alcoholism, that idea of you you are the universal doer of everything that's ever happened through this action figure called Paul must have been sort of weakened because you feel like you've been driven, you've been imposed upon, you were directed, you were possessed. You know, these things are words that capture the state much clearer than I'm doing it. Yes, I was the doer of all this. So, and and of everything that's done. So I would not say of everything you do is for the self, not yourself, the self, yes? And there isn't one. Mm, nice, yeah. Nicer way for it to land because there's no, uh, 
when that plane landed and I didn't believe I was the owner of the cargo or the flyer of the plane, I'll probably be more open to receive what comes out, you know, what gets, uh, what gets unloaded. <laughs> I may, you know, I may not have that hidden agenda of let this get this plane off out of here quickly. Yeah. So I hope in a way the satsangs every week have brought a certain ease and comfort and taken a, a pressure off that at least in this topic, it's not based on you doing or not doing. Yes. It's based on the identification as or the idea that there's a doer. Yeah. It's not has it doesn't have a broad moral view of what should have been done and what shouldn't have been done. It's just looking at the doer. Yeah. There's other ways to look at the actions that happen and all this and maybe to get keep yourself out of trouble as an action figure, you better learn, you know, some things or you're going to be intervened on by authorities. Yeah, something's going to manage your life and put you somewhere. So yes, but the idea in this message is just to see the doer, just as Kerry was saying, he doesn't like to work those, even those three days, he doesn't have a five day week, he has a three day week. And it was nice little statement. He doesn't even want to do those three days. Well, who is that he? Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. You don't have to do a formal inquiry. If you just have that rest and every week have it rest, uh, things will happen. I just have faith in it. Yeah. I don't think you need to be bludgeoned by a message. I believe you need to be invited, basically. Yeah. And so just like Ramana said, when uh, in one of the books I read about him, a little pamphlet from India, you know, he was quite a lot. They would want to talk about, is there free will or is there predetermination or is it, you know, predestiny? And then he would answer and he, and very clearly, I really like this. He said, uh, you know, there needs to be a sense of individuality to have a sense of free will. Yeah. So wouldn't you, wouldn't it be more efficient to look at the sense of individuality in getting too caught up in the idea of free will or not because the free will is just a possibility based on a previous possibility that you're an individual a long-lasting independent separate entity therefore the doing that happens through you you're cast as the doer wouldn't that be more important in a way then you get caught up in the banter around free will or predetermination. And then he basically says, the only value these questions have is to see who's having the question. Yeah, who's asking the question? Isn't that beautiful? So he immediately takes the light off of the topics and puts it on the supposed subject. Yes, I hopefully that's what happens here, almost as if it's automatic. So we just bounce right back to that which is before the presupposed subject, yes? And then there'll be a loss of interest in all the very interesting topics that the head loves to go into, yeah? You'll lose interest in it, <laughs> you will. I mean, it's you can have fun, but 
the 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 import of great meaning will be erased yes you'll see you'll see the real value is what's in what's it's in what's before yeah not coming to a conclusion through the act of questioning to a point of an answer but that which is before the questioner yes and i feel if you get airlifted through satsang and dropped in that neighborhood you'll recognize your own home there you will yeah i have faith in it i do all you got to do is get in the vicinity <laughs> <laughs> things will look familiar to you. There'll be a sense of, wow. And then, yeah, you're on to something. Yes. And then when you believe you've left the neighborhood, the, uh, the arriving back in the neighborhood will come, come faster. Yes. And it won't be, there won't be as many obstacles to get back. And after a while, the fact every time you get back will be pre premised by on having never left. Yeah. And then suddenly you grow out of this illusory idea that you can be out of a moment, you can be disconnected, you can be connected, you can be this and you can be that, which is the antics of experience. You can have an experience of being disconnected. Usually it's not even that, it's an interpretation. But let's say there's an experience of being disconnected. That experience does not make you disconnected. Yeah. So you get weaned off of all these things that we, the mental state hangs its hats on. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a hearing of the chimes and then there may be an interpretation. Oh, they were wonderful chimes to hear. But the emphasis will not be on the secondary interpretation. It'll be on the first. Yeah. Hearing chimes. Yeah. And you'll know that repositioning by seeing the old one. Instead of looking from the old one, looking to find the new way of seeing, you'll see the old one. Yeah. From. I don't say it's a new one. I think it's the only one, but let's say, yeah. So now it's sort of like, all right, you get something, you put it in a position of neutrality or you put it somewhere and then it moves and you put it somewhere. After a while, the moving gets less and then it's there. You don't have to keep putting it there. Yeah, it gets okay. And now it says, it doesn't want to, it, it loses the desire to get where it already has been put. Yeah. It loses its ideas that it has to do something to get where it already is put. And those things drop and now you're here. And being here tells you you've never not been here. Yeah, it does. It doesn't inform you, but it's an informing state where it, it brings about an absolute condition forecast instead of a temporary forecast. Yeah which is like on having never left. How, on ha having le never left is not based on how long the trip was, how many layovers you had, how many, you know, it's basically whatever trip, however it went, when you arrive, you know, the, the lay is on having never left. 
<laughs> when does it hit? Sooner or later. Yeah, sooner or later. Uh, on having never left is there before you take the trip. <laughs> Not after you arrive. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's on having never left before you get to leave. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So now you may leave, but it's based on having never left. So you may go to a different place, but you're not going to an indifferent inherent condition. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I feel satsang has a lot of power. And this group has a lot of power. And so, uh, and you may not know what it's doing, but you'll find out. Yeah. So basically, instead of thinking you're two thousands of miles away with a lot of with a huge mountain range between you and your old neighborhood, you know, you just, uh, the first street you see reminds you, and then you're still in your neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. What happens? You chill out, you let go, whatever. Yeah. And then you enjoy the day instead of being obsessed with another day. Yeah. You enjoy it. And it be it builds on itself. You know. Hearing chimes doesn't lead me not to want to hear chimes. Yeah. Hearing running water like a fountain or a stream doesn't lead me not to want to hear running water. I tend to love to hear running water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jumping in the ocean never led me to not to want to jump in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched a lot of physical facial structures change in these zooms. Maybe it's because I need glasses or something, but I've noticed a lot of structural uh, expressions have changed. Yeah. So really what you are is a lot louder than what you say. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a joy because that's really traveling lighter. It's not like, oh, I've got a 500 mile trip to travel lighter. No, there's a relief from all of that, putting it off, having demands, having conditions to meet. And just basically, yeah, coming to the fact, the fact that you are what you're looking for. It doesn't mean, you know, like a massive change or like spiritual uh, plastic surgery has to occur to be that. No, you are what you're looking for. Yeah, pretty nice. So, hey, if anyone has anything they'd like to share, whatever. Raise your hands. It occurred to me you could advertise then this as facial makeovers. Uh, yes, this is... Uh, the Zen moisturizer for your original face. Yes. Yeah. That moisturizer will last forever. <laughs> yes, your original face. Uh, 
you know, all those things are, let me read something from, from a book I've never really picked up, which is, uh, I think it's familiar to some people. I'm having never left. Wow. So here, you will come to look upon, oh, this is Hoang Po. You will come to look upon all those eons of work and achievement as no better than unreal actions performed in a dream. Hmm. That doesn't mean there's no joy in it all. It's beautiful, right? Do you ever see those, those Tibetan monks that they, they have a big production for seven days? They do a, you know, a mandala, a huge, uh, very intricate piece of Buddhist art, right? With a lot of meaning in it, usually sometimes in a circular form. They get together with all these colored sands and they do an incredible mandala for six days. And then on the seventh day, they just move all the sand like a two-year-old, just make it all, all go away. Yeah. Did the end result uh, determine the joy of doing it? No, of course not. Yeah. There was a freedom because they didn't have to pick it up like that. They just left it just like they left, just like it was when they got there. That's beautiful. So uh, I'm going to read this thing because I don't know. I feel like it. I've never read this book. eh? So this is not a dream. This is dreaming. It's an activity. It never comes to pass. Do you, do you mean, do you realize that a dream never comes to pass? It appears as if it's happening, but it never happened. You know what I mean? You get that feeling? So let's say in a dream, you visit a city and then you wake up, where's the city? <laughs> it was, the city never happened, even though it seemed to be happening when you were dreaming. Yeah. So. There's verbing, but no noun. The verbing does not become a noun. Doing does not become a doer. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much doing that a doer appears. No. (laughs) The verbing does not become a noun. You might say there's dreaming, so there must be a dream. No, there's dreaming. There's feeling, so there must be a feeler. No, there's feeling. There's seeing, so there must be a seer. No, there's seeing. The mental state becomes cognizant of the verbing and it interprets the verbing to imply a noun. This is selfing, yes. This is what we call the term selfing. Suddenly, when the noun gets accepted, then it's the noun that's doing the verbing. And then all hell breaks loose, as some we say. This is the hell of duality, subject, object, yeah. Doing, doer, all that. Seeing, seer. This is the magical heist with the main ingredient being time. That which comes after, noun, is implied to be before. Conscious contact occurs, the mental state arises, claims to be the one in conscious contact, presents that one as the body, and then the verb is used to infer a noun. Suddenly, instead of just seeing, it's the seer. Seeing, 
Suddenly there's a seer and the seen, the hearer and the heard, the feeler and the felt, etc., etc. Now life is happening to me, the noun. You don't see it, it's unbelievably clear. It's dreaming. It could never come to pass, but it can seem to be happening to what's happening, aka us, aka us. That's the whole premise. It's appearing to be true or false to us. That's one of the definitions of seemingly. Yeah, seemingly. It's an incredible word. Word. It appears to be true or false to us. What makes what does that make us? Not the dreamer, but the dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, anybody has anything to share? Uh, no hands up yet. All right, I'll read another chapter. Hold on. Let me see. Let's see, let's see, yeah. All right. The glove. Oh, no, we won't go there. <laughs> I'm trying to find Hoang Po. We do have a hand up, too. Uh, all right. Someone saved the rest of the group from another <laughs> chapter being read. Okay, it's Mia. Uh, go ahead, Mia. Who is it? Mia. Oh, Mia. Hello. Hey, everyone. Um, yeah, this is, um, I think, my first share. Ooh, and Teeny's getting excited. Oh. Um, well, thank you for um, everything. And it's what, are you at a dog fight? I don't know. She's probably, the mailman's probably outside. Who knows what's going on? But, um, yeah, no, the hat, the hat got me today because I lost my hat yesterday. <laughs> seemingly and um it was found today in the middle of a road uh run over and okay and um um my friend uh, returned it and I'm like oh wow you know I, I if, if ever I have to share I have to say hello to everyone and and say thank you and um um you know I I've been fortunate enough to come along to live satsangs and that's all happened beyond my control like there's definitely a higher power that made that happen because there's no way I could have you know got the strings and the butterflies all aligned to be able to you know be able to do any of this so thank you um and I will share more in the future but just for now I wanted to say hello and thank you thanks Tamia Thanks, Mia. Um, I just remembered I was going to mention, uh, I, I titled the last video uh, with something you said about when you were driving and you had pain and the root was in the pain, but the, you know, the flowering was in the breeze on the face. Remember that? No. Okay, but... well, good. I'm reminding you. <laughs> but uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is because um, in our ACIM group, we were reading the lesson from ACIM. Um, I choose the joy of God instead of. Hold on one second, Mike. Just explain ACIM to some people. They may not all know. A Course in Miracles. Mm -hmm. All right. But, but uh, and so, but uh, yeah, so there's a whole background as far as like the word choose and, of course, God, all that kind of stuff. But it just re re reminded me that. The way you put it poetically 
you know, there was an experience of pain. There's, you know, but the attention is not a victim of having to stay on pain. And it's not like we use the, the word choice here, like ACIM does, but it just, it just seemed to me equivalent, you know, that there, I choose the joy of God instead of pain was similar to your poetic statement about there was a root in pain and it had a flowering in, uh, you know, the breeze on your face. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. So it was just nice to like to have that kind of cross-reference, you know, like, like you know, because there could be, there was a little difficulty in the group about, you know, whatever, you know, about those words and whether you can really do that, you know, level confusion. Um, but it was nice to see the equivalence. Yeah. And remember, you know, getting the words, words right isn't the end all and be all. Yeah. Yeah. The un understanding goes only so far. And you don't want it to become sort of like dogmatic or. No, that's part of what was so cool. When you said when, you, when there's a seeing of equivalence, even though there's totally different words, you know, that's what was, that's why what I wanted to bring up. It was, oh, yeah, yeah, like what you said. I made it the title, it had a cross reference later <laughs> with it, you know, it was all very cool. Yeah, you know, when I was at one stage, a lot of people from the Course in Miracles were coming, and so they asked me if I would do, you know like do a Course in Miracles thing, yes? And then I tried it for about five minutes and it was a little too uh, word cumbersome. And I figured, I felt we could get the same, as you said, feeling across in a much more uh, dog shit level, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, so then that was a very quick clarity so i didn't attempt to yeah i tried it found out i think there's an easier way to put it yeah 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 because uh to, for, to me uh sometimes it's all right to feed some of the systems intellect and shit like that but uh you don't want that to be the main meal in a way. It's a sense feltness that maybe words will try to formulate after it, but there's no words before it. Yeah, there's just a sense feltness and maybe it'll try to find something that can sort of match how the sense is. Yeah, and that's cool, but uh, I would just, Stay on the point that the sense feltness is the key, so to speak. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like relief explained and then just relief is uh, is different, quite different. Yeah. So I like the the, uh, the touchstone is relief, my feeling. And there's a relief before the need to have relief and shit. It's a different kind of relief without an opposite. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I find that's before the page is turned or the next note is written and stuff. Or the next lesson. And then I, I love when it, the, then the note and the page 
has a, 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 a some of that scent in it, yeah, to me. The scent, S-C-E-N-T. Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah, when we do our group, that's what we all express, right? It's a different experience now. <laughs> We're quite effusive about the difference. Yeah, there's the scent, though. There's something that will, like, haunt the words, which is great. Yeah, but is not of the word, so to speak. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's cool. Anyone else? No hands. Oh, there's a hand, there's two hands. <laughs> Craig, Craig May first and then Stuart. Craig May. And hey, how are you? Um, Paul, I just wanted to comment on what you started with tonight. Um, I wanted to talk about how beautifully simple this message is. It's just so concise and simple. And the only thing that allows us to miss it is our faith in the mental activity. It's not so much the, the mental programming or the the, it's our faith in it. Yes. It's our faith in it. When we lose faith in it, it becomes impotent. It doesn't have that yes. juice which fuels it. So instead of the mental battleship firing off the torpedoes, you just get a little, the little pop gun. Do you know what I mean? So it, it fires something off and it's just... The little cork with the string, it just pops because it doesn't, there's no, it doesn't have the claws anymore. It can't get into you. So it just fires off another pop and it just falls off from the string. It's got no, um, it's lost its pads like um, Toto pulling the curtain on the Wizard of the Wizard of Oz, you know, when he's, he can feel that he's losing control and he's fucking levering this and levering that. And, and all of a sudden he's exposed. And um, the game's over. Do you know what I mean? And when you, when you lose faith in that, faith moves. And you have, like, I have faith in this message, bulletproof faith in it. I really do. And I think when reality has faith, it's like, Fucking game over. It's like checkmate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I do. So, yeah. So the mental. Yes. It, it, the loss of interest. The loss of interest is the withdrawing of faith. Yeah. Big time. So when faith, when faith is withdrawn, there's a loss of interest. Yeah. 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 And that's from seeing, basically. Yeah. You see, it's, you see you what become, it was. You become aware, you become uh, aware of things in a different way. You see, it's the same activity, but now in a very pronounced way, when you see the activity, it reinforces it's not you, 
where before it was used to reinforce that it is you. It's that fundamental in duality. Yeah. So, of course, uh, it's not one is better than the other, but we look at one and the other, and then there's no need to look at that which is neither. Yes, you'll find that out. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You don't have to look after the negation of the two. You don't have to look for what's there. Yeah, that's, you find that out. Yeah, that's quite, it's different. So we use one to see the other. Yeah. Before seeing the activity would imply we were a one. And now seeing the activity with an understanding, you see that it implies that we are a one and we're not that one. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. If you want a constant reminder, what better than the activity of the head? I mean, <laughs> it's going off all the time. <laughs> if you could use it to, you know, I mean, I think that's what non-duality does. It changes the road signs of the highway of life, basically. <laughs> so instead of you know nirvana 800 miles it's like <laughs> yeah i mean it's just uh a rereading a re a relettering of the signs <laughs> yeah <laughs> now you, you see the real the real highway is the rest area <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, yeah, I feel non-duality understanding has some power. It does. It's a very radical, very, uh, just an incredible uh, prepackaged view. Yeah. So no matter where, what we're rolling in or running in or consumed by, it has a beautiful, uh, absoluteness because it doesn't fit around you your situation it just stands alone with being ourselves reality <laughs> i just i just uh it's almost it's it's just an impeccable understanding really really i feel it it's just because uh the more pronounced the lighter the weight, yeah, yeah. So I think it's... it doesn't go back. You don't rely on the understanding; it brings you back to reality, really. And then bringing back to reality really is based on having never left. So, Effortless. yeah, yeah, it's pretty. And then the faith, yeah. Because that's what drives the mental, obviously. What, how could false evidence appear to be real unless there was faith in it? Yeah. I mean, faith is the, is really, uh, you know, you can do stick figures, but what colors them in is faith. Yeah. Yeah. So not your faith or my faith, faith. Like a force. 
yeah and it comes to all of us yeah it surrounds all of us and it can be directed through us yeah as jesus said he talked about it a lot supposedly you know if you have faith the size of a mustard seed you could they'll be moving of mountains yeah well i believe you do yeah so what greater mountain do you want to move is the mountain that there is no mountain <laughs> so then when it appears to be a mountain it won't it won't have the weight it won't be able to crush you under its presupposed weight because the fact is there is no mountain <laughs> that vision won't be lost when there's an appearance of the mountain yeah because the old way that they say it it's not true in my my feeling first there is a mountain no first there is no mountain then there's a mountain then there's no mountain and then there's a mountain again yeah <laughs> yeah so thanks craig yes thank you for this share thanks craig and i, and I like Very the uh, the emperor has no clothes uh, over his shoulder outside his doors, <laughs> the, the clothesline with the clothes blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, okay, and Stuart. It's it's Tuesday. It's Oz night. All right. All right, Oz Stuart. Oz night tonight. Um, yeah, I, I really don't have uh, much to say in the sense. I was originally, well, I just want to say thank you for. Uh, satsang because I feel like it's gave me a greater sense of peace than, than what I've ever had in my life and that's for sure. Uh, um, so there was that but then um, I was thinking like um, uh, uh, say the last five years or so I spent all this time and, and thinking and looking at different ways of getting my body healthy because I equated a healthy body with peace of mind and all this stuff. Put the body before the, the brain or whatever it is but uh, but now I'm in a position now where it's like I'm so confused by the whole thing that I don't know what to eat, what's good for me, what's bad for me, just know nothing. But there's still a piece in that, though, you know, there is. <laughs> yes. That's the piece of Kathleen, confused and happy. Yeah. Yeah, it just wouldn't have the foggiest. <laughs> but I can yeah, laugh well, about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice to see you, Stuart. I'm so happy I've met you and you've you uh, you've entered the community. Yes, very nice. Yeah. It's very it's a blessing for me. So thank you, Paul. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's a blessing for us. So it works. It's a win-win, which is nice. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I triplicate that. Cool. <laughs> there was, we got Mary G here and Al from Las Vegas, Anu, Jacob and Alex. Yeah. Yeah. John W. The funny thing, John, my father was a liquor salesman. Yeah, where when I grew up, 
and back in Long Island, you'd have cellars, a lot of, and then uh, there was like a room where my father and his friends would gamble and everything. And so he always had all these liquor signs and one of them was Johnny Walker, <laughs> flicking on and off. So I don't know if I was trained subliminally to become an alcoholic, I don't know, but it had, they had Seagram Seven, Johnny Walker, all these things. Blinking on an awful night. Yeah. Just throw that in there. Little Zen bitch slap. Miscellaneous stuff. Yeah. Anyone else have anything to say? Anu? Anu is saying it. Yes. Oh, David Zen. raised his hand. Oh, David. All right. Just a quick one, Paul. I'm interested. Um, when you were uh, when you were an alcoholic, with, did you drink Johnny Walker? No. Yeah. No, I didn't. I drank only to get to something else. Yes, drinking was a stepping stone. I wanted to change how I felt, no matter what. So. Drinking after a while seemed a little too slow, so I moved to the uh, narcotic realm. <laughs> That's that simple. Yeah, it was all about efficiency and speed. That's what not speed. I didn't like speed itself, but speed of of uh, effect. Yeah. It's funny, I, uh, I was a smoker for about 25 years. I took up smoking when I was really young because the supermarket burnt down and my sister stole cartons of cigarettes. So that was my way to smoking. But I gave up smoking for about the last five or six years. And then about three or four months ago, I took it up again. I don't really know why I took it up again, just cigarettes. And it's uh, actually... Uh, for want of a better way of saying it, it plays on my mind a bit. I get guilty and all this sort of bullshit around just smoking the cigarettes, you know? But, um, yeah. Some of us, uh, as an action figure, the action figure responds well to abstinence. Yeah. You just don't introduce anything sort of new. <laughs> sort of like having a house that's occupied with you and a big dog. And you tend to have the house up for yourself when the dog's asleep. You don't tease the dog every day. <laughs> you just enjoy the dogs asleep and yeah. So um, uh, it matters what kind of character the action figure is, but in, in this case, abstinence was the key, yes. I'm sorry, I'm getting at, at first forced, but then uh, just uh, it's just I'm a, a little space. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Paul, can you tell me the meaning of abstinence? I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit naive. In, in abstinence some. is basically, well, some people means they don't take anything. But I feel there's an abstinence of thought and an abstinence of, you know, the head, let's say, would have 
in its seemingly it's in its seeming trips it had maybe 800 highways now it has about four yeah <laughs> it doesn't have many of its little if only i should i could what about this those have all been taken down <laughs> yeah so it's sort of like uh i may i may have visited many other pastures, but I don't think there are any greener pastures <laughs> than the one I find myself in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so abstinence is more of a spacious sense where I don't have thoughts about drinking or drug use or anything like that, or wine. It would be nice to have wine with this risotto or something. It just never happens. <laughs> in the head oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so thank god it's a beautiful gift really the funny thing is when i was out there running around uh i had two lines drawn in the sand that i never drew and that was getting married and having a kid my head never thought about it never never went to that possibility oh i could have a kid maybe kids would be great and get married never went there and with and i felt based on the condition i was traveling as that was an incredible bit of injected wisdom <laughs> because i didn't come up with it it just was there yeah and then after the action figure got sober a lot of its little mental possibilities just were withdrawn beautifully by being convinced. Yeah, that I could see every road where it would lead to and where it would lead to wasn't that attractive anymore. So I lost interest in those roads, which was really cool to observe. There was no doing of it, but I observed it. These effects starting to occur. Yeah, just brought a big smile on my face, a lot of gratitude and an honoring of uh not just a power but the moving of it in other people's lives and in, and in this life yeah so that's sort of what i mean by abstinence i think you, there can be an abstaining from thought it's not something you do but i believe after hearing satsang you'll start there'll be an abstaining from certain uh avenues that the head would like you know frequently travel down yeah yeah, which will be nice, very nice. It, it's funny because the satsang, um, it, it's like this, this is how my week goes because I just do this one, one with you guys. And it's like I walk out of here in, uh, when this finishes and I've got all this sort of strength in, in a way. And then as the week goes on, I perceive that it sort of fades and by the time this day comes around again, I'm, I, I sort of need the uh, reassurance. I'm probably using all the wrong words, uh, you know. No, then, no. That's until, great. And it's great that you found something that works. Yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. We find it in AA. Yeah. Some people who go to AA for a while, you know, there's meetings. And let's say they go to four meetings a week. And that four meetings a week keeps an edge blunt 
And they find, sometimes they find if they only go to one meeting a week, that edge gets sharper. Yeah. And so they've learned a simple form of maintenance to keep that edge blunt. Yeah. By just going to a couple more meetings. It's incredible. Yeah. Really. So here. I know know before it was your daylight savings and everything. And I used to go and do the Saturday ones as well, which is Sunday here. At the moment, I get up about five in the morning to do them. But I know, yeah, that, that sort of, when I was doing the two a week, it was even better. You know what I mean? There was that blunt, yeah, that, yeah. that knife even more sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where the effects on the action figure is. So, yeah, which is nice. I mean, what I used to do to blunt that edge usually got me arrested. So it's yeah. fucking great that uh, <laughs> I have better skillful means in place. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. And it's nice to know what, you, you know, sometimes you know what you need when it's been given, you know, you, you have a, now you have a sense of being balanced. So when you seemingly go off, you can note it, you know, it's noticed. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, how easy would it be to, you know, go to a satsang? I mean, it's pretty fucking pretty simple. Right? So if it's like a miracle cure to the, the time and temporal ills that we come up with far out. What the hell? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, so yeah, thank you. Yeah. 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 I mean, hallelujah that you find something that works. It's great. Yeah. Because I perceive that nothing else ever has. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. This. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I'm really happy that you're here too, and everyone really, because uh, traveling lighter and and enjoying peace of mind and all those things are traits that are they don't have to be practiced. They have to just be responded to, yeah? I mean, the peace of mind and stuff is available. It's, it's a response to it. And, uh, and like a lot of responses and shit, habits are formed. So now you're in the habit of being sober, let's say, or you're in the habit of not taking yourself so seriously, or you're in the habit of holding thoughts as thoughts alone, not yours, yeah? And so it brings about uh, an effect, which is traveling lighter. Yeah. 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 The action figure travels lighter, and the traveling lighter is not derived by or as the action figure. It's through, yeah? It's something is, there's an allowance of that to occur, and you're not the cause of it as the action figure. So it produces like a sense of humility and gratitude, which is, uh, I don't know, it's a nice posture to, to find the action figure in. Yes? Yeah. 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 It's, so, it's, funny, it's funny because I used to worry, believe it or not, that, oh, I don't want to get 
addicted to these satsangs and Paul Hedeman, you know, like that, that'd be just like purposely sitting down to meditate or whatever, you know. But now, like for months now, it's not as, I, I never feel like I sort of have to come here or or if I missed it, I'd, I'd be, you know, kicking myself yeah. or, or whatever. It just seems like a natural thing. So that I, ju I just come in. Sort of you know? Yeah. It's a nice add-on. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Thank yeah. Thank so, you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? Hey, Nina, uh, how yeah, are you? Yeah. Yes, one more hand. And I'm going to say that's exactly my story. It's like the only thing in life that I just, just was showing up at meetings and liked going to meetings and never had to, never tried. Um, it was totally different. But yeah, a new has her end up. Hi, new. Hey, Paul. Hey, hey, Mike. Um, this is just in regards to what you were saying about abstinence, and it kind of triggered the 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 feeling that I realized I hadn't thought about tomorrow or yesterday for a while now. So <laughs> just when you said that, so <laughs> a lot of yes. thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, you don't know, you know. When there's a being in abstinence, there's not a knowing you're in abstinence. Yes, it's just a being in abstinence. And then if it comes to become a topic at a talk or something, then you also know that you've been in abstinence, let's say. But the abstinence is a being, yeah. Yeah, because you don't have any thoughts <laughs> about the thing. So yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah, very nice. Lovely Anu, and Nina has her hand up now with our uh, title for the day, right? <laughs> no. How about no, Tuesday? I, I didn't How about that Tuesday yet. as the title of the day? Yeah. Yes, that's good. That's good. Now, thanks. That's for what we did in the old days. We just had a magic marker on on CDs with the date. Yeah, I like that. Well, 12, 4, and then. In the file, I would say, very good, good. I'd be most of them, you know, give them, oh, this is a very good one. So then I could tell people that I'll listen to that one, you know, very good. Yeah. Well, we can ask other people, but it'll be like a meeting where everybody hears something different was like the most important thing. And then we get all these different opinions. Like, no, yeah. I didn't hear that. I heard this. Anyway. Um, Great meeting and um, yeah, you know, I'm a little dramatic because I am an alcoholic. And uh, <laughs> when I first heard your message, you know, like I was really insane and I was really on the edge. And, uh, you know, so I will say, man, when um, I think Craig May said about faith, you know, and it was, I, I listened to you and I'd been coming to, I've been coming to recovery meetings for 14 years and I'd heard like everything people had said, great things, I guess, but I, nothing got through. But when you explain the root of the problem and what the addiction was to the self, and I just sat there and I was like, that's all, there's no noun, <laughs> there is no noun. And I was just like, 
So that thing about faith, all of a sudden, that whole thing fell apart. The whole addiction, the whole, you know, the whole thing completely fell apart. I'll never forget. And it was like all the, and the insanity way, way, way before the addiction, you know, just everything you said was exactly my experience. And it was just like, the faith was, I didn't have to believe Paul. I didn't have to believe anybody because there was no noun here or the, any of, and then the faith was in what was actually happening. And that's what continues to be. So it's so like, that always stays the same, you know? And then I get to feel that every fucking day, all the time, like that never stops. So anyway, I'm just, I mean, you know this, Paul, but I'm just so happy. And um, and it's always in complete contrast to the head, which is hilarious. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyway, I still have a lot of kinks in the body. Yes. Not even a Johnny come lately. It's way, it's way behind. <laughs> yeah. Johnny walking way behind. Very. Uh, anyone else, Mike? Uh, no other hand, no. Hmm. Well, let's say goodbye, eh? everyone unless uh yeah let's say goodbye and thank mike mike for mike has uh done so much for this the outpouring of this message through technology and everything so thank you mike for everything we got alan O. nice to see you alan i don't see you but i know you're there oh there's his hand yes his, his real hand, not virtual or virtual. Yeah. Bill Churchman, as always, I'm a pleasure that I run into you, Bill. Yeah. But seeing your size, it would, it's not hard to run into you. You're a pretty large character. So we got Kerry. Nice to see you, bro, in Hawaii. We got Stuart from Down Under. Are you near Adelaide? No. Queensland. Queensland. Oh. We got Robert from the great country of Kiwi. Yes. We got, uh, thank you, Robert. We got Tim, Tim R. We got David, another ASEAN. We got Kathleen, happy and confused. Yes. She doesn't care which comes first. Yeah. We got William. Nice to see you, William. Thanks for joining our, our little club or whatever, community. We've got uh, Craig May. Craig May has been firing on all cylinders the last two weeks. <clears throat> Very nice. <clears throat> we got Sherry. There she is. Nice to see you, Sherry. <clears throat> Stefan on having never left. Mia. There she is. Mia concerned about her tire pressures. Yes, it's okay. 
We got uh, Kenneth. Nice to see you again, Kenneth. Always a pleasure. Johannes, nice to see you. Jacob and Alex, God bless both of you. Yeah. Yeah. A new, as always, very, very happy, a new parachuted into the situation here. Yeah. We've got uh, Deborah from Alberta. Nice to see you, Deborah. We got Brandon. Nice to see you, bro. Uh, let's see who else is here. We've got Bruce. Uh, so nice. Kathleen. Brahmi. We're feeling you're in India, Brahmi. We don't know, but. Yeah, she says by chat, please give my love to Paul. Uh, she has bad internet over there. Oh, uh, who's in India now? Yeah. Oh, great, great, great. You said that earlier, yeah. She is. Made an appearance. Nice to see you, honey. Rami, yeah. Bruce, nice to see you, my friend. Yeah. Angie, there she is. Yes. Uh, let's see, we got Lucas. Nice to see you, bro. Yeah. We got... Uh, Got to put on the glasses here. Abraham, Susan K. Now I can see everyone. Wow, that's cool. I was only seeing everyone through memory. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. I'm going to say good night and um, we'll be back. And uh, yeah. Pleasure, pleasure to share this time with everyone. Yep. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Hey, hold Thanks, on Mike. one second. We're also going to be going to uh, Mexico in October. Uh, we'll put it up on the uh, website. Sure. We're going to be down near Lake Chambala or somewhere, near uh, Guadalajara, I think. So just for two days. No, a 1AA thing and then two days of some of the other stuff. All right. We'll put it up. It's not. I got to get the info from the lady. See you guys. Bye-bye. Okay.